Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale, live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays 2015 from all of us at the American Variety Network. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli. Welcome to a brand new talk show here on the American Variety Network. This talk show only happens once a year, and it happens during Christmas time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Christmas time, my favorite time out of the whole year. Now, I love Christmas because I love the delicious Christmas cookies and all the baked goods and desserts that come with Christmas. I love Christmas music, and I love watching awesome, classic Christmas movies. Now, tonight, I am a huge fan of Christmas. I decided that tonight I'm going to debut my yearly Christmas talk show series and I'll be discussing Christmas movies and my favorite Christmas memories tonight. So, since I love Christmas so much, I figured that every year I'll do a series of Christmas shows. Now, I was trying to find a good topic to start our Christmas talk show. And I said, you know, I watch a lot of Christmas movies and I have a lot of Christmas memories. So I'll do a show on Christmas movies and Christmas memories. Now, this show may be a hard topic to try to get an hour's worth of information to it. So I'm going to try my best to make this a action-packed show, but it's going to be a fun show, I guarantee it, all right? Now, planned topics for the show. I'm going to talk about why I like Christmas time. I'm going to share my favorite Christmas memories with all of you, my listeners. I'm going to share my favorite Christmas movies with all of you, and then I'm also going to read some reviews of these Christmas movies that are posted online to see what the public's reaction to these awesome Christmas movies are. And I'm also going to break down and talk about each one of my favorite movies. And a little later on in the show, I'm going to play some funny comedy clips from these favorite Christmas movies of mine. Now, tonight's show is being recorded live, which means if you're listening live, please feel free to call in and interact with tonight's show. Please call one 
347-989-8142 to discuss your favorite Christmas movie or your favorite Christmas memory. What is a favorite childhood Christmas memory of yours? I'd love to find out. Call in and tell me. one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Ladies and gentlemen, the Christmas season is officially underway, and the American Variety Network has a ton of Christmas shows coming your way. We're going to start the Christmas shows today with this awesome Christmas movie and Christmas memory show right after our introduction. Don't go anywhere, folks.
Tune in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now let's get on with the show. the Christmas Talk Show, live on American Variety Network. It's time to get ready for Christmas. Are you ready to sit back and listen to wonderful Christmas talk? Drink some nice peppermint hot cocoa and enjoy some cookies while listening to this great Christmas talk show. Merry Christmas, everyone. Now let's get in the Christmas spirit and get live right now.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, grab your peppermint hot cocoa and your cookies and get ready for a fun Christmas discussion. I'm going to go ahead and start talking about Christmas, Christmas memories, and Christmas movies. Now, I want to start today's show by having a discussion on why I like Christmas. You know, December is personally one of my three favorite times of the year, with the other two times of the year being my birthday months, August and Easter time. But I really love Christmas. Now, one of the things I really love about Christmas is the Christmas and holiday baking. I love making fresh goodies. I love baking things like cookies, cupcakes, brownies, cinnamon buns, you name it. Now, I know that all those things that we bake in the kitchen are all sweet and full of sugar, but they're really good and they're good this time of year. Now, I remember as a young child, uh, we baked a lot of cookies during the Christmas time. And for me, Christmas is remembered as a time where we bake a lot of of homemade cookies, and you know, I love making homemade cookies, it's really fun, and they're really good, plus, with the homemade cookies, you don't have any of the added chemicals that are in some of the processed cookies that you buy at your grocery stores, but I love making some of the festive cookies, like uh, Christmas tree cookies, Santa Claus, sugar cookies, or even gingerbread men. Uh, I love Christmas baking, simply put. Now, I am going to be doing a Christmas baking show live on Primetime Baking in a couple weeks here on American Variety Network, and I cannot wait for that. The next thing I like about Christmas is I enjoy listening to Christmas music. Now, one of my favorite music genres happens to be holiday music. I think Christmas music is really relaxing and it's really peaceful. There's no swearing going on in Christmas music. There's no nonsense in Christmas music. It's really good. Now, I love all sorts of Christmas music, but if I had to pick a favorite Christmas music, I would say that Dominic, the Italian Christmas Donkey, Jingle Bell Rock, and Frosty the Snowman are all of my favorite Christmas songs. But hey, I love a lot of Christmas music. And the last Monday before Christmas, we're going to have a Christmas music throwdown live right here on the American Variety Network. Now, I love buying Christmas presents, and I love going shopping during the Christmas holiday season. I know a lot of you out there don't like spending money and don't like buying Christmas gifts because you're spending your hard-earned cash. But I'm one of those weirdos that actually enjoys going out and buying stuff and giving presents because I feel good as a person giving stuff rather than always receiving stuff. You know, Christmas is not always about getting things. It's about uh, showing your appreciation for the loved ones you have and being thankful for what you have and also being proud of being alive 
and Jesus is the reason for the season. I've been seeing that a lot on my Facebook from all my Facebook friends, and it is true. But as Americans, we have adapted the tradition of giving and receiving gifts, and I think that is totally fine. I'm not bashing it or anything. But we should also remember that we are celebrating the birth of Jesus on Christmas. All right? So it's really important to always remember that. Now, um, I like going out and buying presents and uh, giving things away and giving things out because it makes me feel good because I show whoever is getting the present that I care for them and respect them. And usually I don't ask for much if I do ask for anything. But I do like going out shopping because when I go out shopping on Christmas when it's usually packed, I usually don't want to come home and cook. So that means that I'm usually going to go out to eat when I'm Christmas shopping, which is a huge plus for me because I love going out to eat. I'll just admit that to you guys right now. So that's what I like about Christmas. Now, I'm going to talk about my favorite Christmas memories right here, right now on the show. Now, you guys are welcome to call in and discuss your favorite memories as well. So, my first favorite Christmas memory that I have, and that I'll always cherish and remember, is baking cookies and baked goods with my great-grandma and grandparents and, of course, my mother. Now, I remember as a young kid, like age five, I think I was, I went into the kitchen, and I remember them making some of my personal favorite cookies, the peanut butter cookies with the Hershey's Kiss in the middle, which are called peanut butter blossoms. And also, they made chocolate chip cookies, sugar cookies, gingerbread cookies, and all those awesome, delicious cookies that we all, as Americans, have grown to love on Christmas. So it's been a tradition since I was born for us to make homemade cookies and baked goods on Christmas. Now, I am the pastry chef of the house now. I am the one that does all the Christmas baking and all the holiday baking and all the holiday desserts, matter of fact. So unfortunately, my great-grandmother is no longer here. And she was the one responsible for all the desserts, as far as I can remember, uh, before I was. And when she passed away a few years later, I took over the role of making the holiday desserts. Now, our family is very awesome when it comes to holiday desserts because everything is baked from scratch. We don't use any of the box mixes or any of that stuff. We put our time, our energy, and our love into our baked goods to ensure that they are awesome and delicious. Because let's face it, sometimes the box mixes are disgusting. I am not afraid to admit that. Sometimes when you're in a rush or you're catering a party for a lot of people, they'll work. But for holidays, I don't think so. Unless it's only one or two people eating at your holiday. But, like I said, my all-time favorite Christmas memory is going in the kitchen and baking cookies with my grandparents and my great-grandmother and my mother. Now, I remember helping them scoop out cookie dough, 
I remember them uh, rolling out cookie dough. I remember helping them make gingerbread cookie men. And uh, I just remember having a blast in the kitchen, frosting cupcakes and all that good stuff. It really is fun. So if you have a family of your own, I think it's a really good idea to get in the kitchen this holiday season and start baking some delicious goodies with them because you're going to teach your children how to bake and they're going to have that lifelong memories that I've had. Now, my next favorite Christmas memory is, of course, going Christmas shopping. Now, I've been going Christmas shopping every single Christmas for the last 22 years of my life. Now, obviously, I haven't bought anything for Christmas Recently, in the last two years, I started doing that, but obviously I was not buying Christmas presents at, at the uh, age of uh, four months old or even uh, 12 years old. I didn't start Christmas shopping ind independently until I was about 19 or 20, but uh, I've always remember going out Christmas shopping and picking out some of the things that I actually wanted for Christmas because I remember going to the store and showing my parents what I wanted Santa Claus to bring me for Christmas all those years ago when I was a kid. And I thought that was really fun. I had a kick out of doing that. So if I had to tell you one Christmas memory that I really enjoyed beside all the holiday baking, I would tell you it's actually going to the stores and uh, showing them my parents what I wanted from Santa Claus for Christmas. And that is how I did my uh, Christmas wish list. I actually did not write down anything on a piece of paper until I was at the store and I physically saw what I wanted. I showed it to them and then I wrote it down and gave them the piece of paper. And that helped me get most of the things that I wanted. So I was very fortunate in that aspect. And I was very thankful for everything that I got. Now, my next favorite Christmas memory of mine is, of course, this is many, many, many years ago when I was still a youngster, and that is taking pictures with Santa. Now, I don't remember much of this because I think the last time I took a picture with Santa was when I was either 10, 11, or 12. So that was many decades ago because I am now 22 years old. So, I just think that it's going to be a fun idea and a fun way for me to remember myself when I was that young. And I can pass down that picture and those memories to my future family that I intend on having. So I think it's pretty cool if you are someone that's too old to look back at all the pictures you have taken over the years with Santa at the Eastfield Mall. I think it's really cool indeed. All right, another favorite Christmas memory of mine that I had was I remember I always counted down the days until Christmas Day because I was always interested in seeing what presents that I would be getting on Christmas Day. You know, it may sound weird to all of you, 
or it may sound like something you used to do, but that's what I used to do every single Christmas until I was old enough to know that I really don't care about Santa Claus anymore. But when I was a kid, I used to count every single day until Christmas. And when Christmas morning came, I used to always wake up about 6 a.m. And I'd always wake up my parents to open my presents by about 8 a.m. in the morning. So I was an early early bird Christmas morning. And now usually... Uh, Christmas morning, I wake up about 9 o'clock now. I'm not really interested in presents anymore, but I still wake up in the morning on Christmas and have a good time. Now let's talk about Christmas morning, shall we? Because that's a memory in itself for me. Now, on Christmas morning, what I usually do, or what I did as a kid, is I wake up, have some hot cocoa, have some leftover cookies, because we used to make a whole batch of cookies for Santa Claus, and Santa only had one or two cookies, and there was a lot of cookies left over, so my breakfast on Christmas morning was usually hot cocoa and cookies, and also uh, my mom would make homemade pancakes and homemade French toast as well, and then we would we would open our presents after breakfast, and then we would have an awesome Christmas meal, and every Christmas meal, we almost had almost the same food all the time, but it was homemade, and it was really good, and uh, I remember we had hams, turkeys, stuffings, and all the traditional holiday food, and it was really, really awesome, and then we went to our grandmother's house to get presents, and all that great stuff, so really, one of my favorite days of my whole life happens to be Christmas Day because I get quality time with my family. We get presents and you enjoy life. Christmas Day is a magical day, as they say, and I definitely agree 100% with that. Now, my last and final Christmas memory that I have off the top of my head right now is putting up the Christmas tree. I love putting up the Christmas tree. It's a family tradition. And usually, we put up the Christmas tree a few weeks before Thanksgiving. Yes, I know it sounds really early to a lot of you. But hey, we love doing it early so that it is not a burden in the busy December months. I enjoy putting it up weeks before Thanksgiving. And also, when you have your Christmas tree up... You've got something very decorative for your Thanksgiving dinner. I really recommend you guys put up your Christmas tree the week before Thanksgiving. All right, ladies and gentlemen, those are all of my favorite Christmas memories. It is your turn now to tell me your favorite Christmas memories. Please call in 347-989-8142 to tell me and my listeners about your favorite Christmas memories. Okay, so right now we're going to go ahead and start talking about Christmas movies. You know, it is not Christmas without some of the classic Christmas movies. Now, before I talk about my all-time favorite Christmas movies, I want to tell you about my routine that I do every single December when I am watching a Christmas movie. Now, what I do 
is I prepare some peppermint hot cocoa, and then I grab some freshly baked cookies that I made earlier in the day. So when I know that I'm going to sit home and be lazy and watch a Christmas movie, I will make a batch of fresh cookies. To me, nothing tells me, tells me or other people that it's Christmas than watching Christmas movies, having hot cocoa, and having some delicious cookies. So I like to sit in my house in December when it's cold outside, have some hot cocoa and have some delicious cookies, and watch some of my favorite Christmas movies. So hopefully you, my listeners, can relate to me and enjoy the same traditions that I have been enjoying all of my life. All right? So now, let me go ahead and tell you about some of my favorite Christmas movies. My first favorite Christmas movie is the original Home Alone. My God, the original Home Alone is probably one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. I really enjoy Home Alone, the original one. Now, I like Home Alone 2, Lost in New York as well, and I like Home Alone 3. After the third Home Alone, I really don't care for the Force and whatever else is out there because I lost interest in it. I'm not really a big fan of all these sequels to movies. I liked Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and I liked Home Alone 3. But if you keep doing more and more, then I think you are just a money-hungry person or a money-hungry filmmaker, because there really is no need to continue writing films. But I have to say that if I had to pick an all-time favorite Christmas movie, it'd be Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I really enjoyed the second episode, or the second movie, of Home Alone best. Now, my personal review of Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, is that I thought it was great. I thought it was great that uh, Kevin got lost in the big city of New York, and he actually tricked uh, Marv and Harry again, and he hurt them in New York, where he he doesn't even live in New York. He didn't even know what to do in New York, and he still hurt them. I really enjoyed uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I'd probably give it a 10 out of 10 stars. I thought it was great. A lot of people dislike Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and I'm not 100% sure why they dislike it. I think it's a really, really good movie, but to each their own, right? Now, Home Alone 3, I like. I'll give that a 7.5 out of 10 stars. 10 stars, I mean, and uh, Home Alone Part 1, I'll give that 10 out of 10 stars as well, because Home Alone Part 1 was awesome. Now, I want to tell you guys about some uh, online reviews for Home Alone Part 1. Now, before I do that, I'd like to remind all of you, my listeners out there, that these reviews are coming from a movie website, and these reviews are old. These are when the movies were in the movie theater, or they have just came out on DVD. So these are really old. So don't take them as if they are in the they are in the present. These are past movie reviews, but they are still relevant 
because they're about the movie, and we're going to hear what other people think about my favorite Christmas movies. So, here we go. Online reviews of Home Alone Part 1. Here is the first one. Quote, unquote. Home Alone is arguably one of the funniest movies ever. It's really good. The cast is very good. It was sweet to see John Candy in it. The teamwork of Joe Pesky and Daniel Stern is just not insanely hilarious, but it's also incredible that the two are so good together, and I, I love how their scenes of punishment is followed right after the other. I think John Harold looks like Bruce Willis. I like Catherine O'Hara. She is a fine actress. Look for Larry Hankin and Robert's Blossom. John Williams has another great score here. This is a perfect movie for people to watch around Christmas. And if you need a big laugh, watch this as it will crack you up. Also, I strongly recommend Home Alone 2. It's arguably funnier than this, plus Time Curie, Brenda Fricker, and Rod Sell appears in it. Both movies are strongly recommended. And that is the first online review of Home Alone. Here is the second one. Home Alone is one of the most popular movies from the early 1990s. Its success was phenomenal, and it also made Michaela Calcan a superstar. And I know I just botched his whole name. Wow, I suck at pronouncing names, don't I? Wow. Oh, well, who cares? I don't. <laughs> All right. So, here is the third review of Home Alone. The plot is quite original and surreal. A child who is home alone and capable of making the bandit's life miserable. Sure, it's an impossible story, but who cares? Far from being a perfect movie, it is, however, okay and fun to watch, entertaining, and it contains slapstick humor, too, although I don't like some of the language used. Our story takes place in Chicago at Christmas time, which makes this a Christmas movie. In fact, the movie has lots of Christmas decorations, Christmas lights, snow, and many other details which create the feeling and magic so characteristic of Christmas. To accept and ascent the Christmas atmosphere even more, there are a cup of nice Christmas carols, such as Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, performed by Brenda Lee, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, White Christmas, Carol of the Bells, O Holly Night, and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and some brilliant instrumental musics. Kevin McAllister is the hero of the story. He's not just any kid, he's a very smart one. He also knows all about the intentions of the wet bandits, Harry and Marv, and prepares them lots of unexpected surprises. Their life won't be easy when Kevin is defending his house. Sure, they are villains, and as such, they get what they deserve, but they do suffer a lot too. We almost felt sorry for them. 
The Wet Bandits were nicknamed like that by Marv because their calling card, according to him, was to let the water running in every house they rob. That said, both Wet Bandits are hilarious. Harry is more cranky, while Marv is the most stupid of the two, although both are stupid, and maybe that's why people tend to sympathize more with him. Marv's stupidity also makes him the funniest of the two. Marv is a typical tall and clumsy guy with no brain, a bit like Avril Dalton from the Lucky Luke comics. This is a long review. The movie has lots of funny moments. The funniest for me is when Harry and Marv pretend to be Santa Claus and his elf, and the way Harry speaks in that scene, followed by the even funnier part when Kevin when Kevin fires at Harry's pants. Whenever Kevin fools the bandits in a try to make them believe the whole family is at home, when Kevin's all alone is funny too. For some reason, I also find funny. Whenever Ken, uh, Kevin screams manically, particularly when he says he is not afraid anymore and sees old Marley and screams out loud. The scenes which Kevin fools and scares the little Nero's pizza boy and Marv with the gangster film Angels with Filthy Souls are hilarious, but in the case of the pizza boy, it is unfair for him. There was no need to scare the hell out of him. He was just delivering pizzas and wasn't after Kevin. Old Marley is an interesting character. I always felt sorry for him because of the lies Buzz tells about him. And the man never did anything bad to anyone. Buzz is a jerk and Uncle Frank is even worse. Buzz is mean for Kevin and Uncle Frank openly dislikes Kevin. When Uncle Frank tells Kevin, look what you did, you little jerk, Kevin's parents should tell him something like, Frank, stay out of this and shut up. The church is magnificent. It's one of the biggest and most beautiful churches I've ever seen in a movie. And the last and final review for Home Alone is like this. McCallake Culkan is terrific in it as the clever kid Kevin McAllister. Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are awesome as the Wet Bandits. And Robert Blossom is great as the character Old Marley. It's also delightful to see John Candy as Gus Polinsko, the polka king of the Midwest. So as you guys just heard, Home Alone was a huge hit for everyone in the United States of America. And Home Alone is a very classic Christmas movie. It's so classic that... HBO, Stars, and all the major uh, cable uh, movie channels play Home Alone during the Christmas time. Alright, my next favorite Christmas movie is not a PG-13 movie. It is not a Christmas movie that you should be showing your family. You should be showing your kids. Don't show this to your kids. Only adults age 18 and up should be seeing this. Because I know I have people who are 13 and younger who listen to my show. And I appreciate your listens. Hello, hello kids. Thank you for tuning into the show. But this movie, I like it because I'm an adult and it's a good adult movie. Now, um, my next favorite Christmas movie is Bad Santa. It has Billy Bob Thornton in it, as well as Bernie Mac, who is unfortunately passed away now. Uh, 
Bernie Mac is an awesome actor. It's sad we lost him at such a young age. But it has Billy Bob Thornton and Bernie Mac, who are two of the most uh, awesome actors in the world. They do a great job at acting, and I think they're awesome actors. I think they are pretty good. But this is actually a very good comedy Christmas movie. It's about a uh, Santa Claus who is actually a thief and a drunk and a conniver. And he has an elf who's actually a thief as well and another criminal. And they go around stealing stuff from the mall on Christmas Eve and things of that nature. And they meet a kid by the name of Thurman Merman. Santa Claus meets a kid by the name of Thurman Merman, and I guess they become friends, and um, he lets him stay at his grandparents' house, and he steals from them, and he watches him and stuff, but it's a really good movie, it's really funny, I recommend watching it, but like I said, I would not have any kids watching it, because there's swears, and there's nudity, and sex in it, so it's a really good adult comedy movie. The reason I like it is because it's out of the normal. It's a movie you would not expect to see on Christmas holiday season. But I'm one of those weird people that likes weird things. So I like it. Alright? Now my rating for Bad Santa would be 7 out of 10. Because I do think it's a little over the top for adult humor on Christmas time. But it is a good movie. So I want to hear what some of you, the audience, think of Bad Santa, or what other people in America think of Bad Santa. So here are some online reviews of Bad Santa. He drinks and smokes and pukes and wets his pants and has sex in public places. He has a horrible attitude, a trash mouth, is mean to little kids, hates himself, and he robs department stores. Okay, so he's not at all bad, but he is, without a doubt, the worst department store Santa ever. There's not a lot of strengthening required of Thornton to get into character in this flick, which capitalizes on the grosser than gross sense of comedy slash humor as it winds its way through a simple tale about a scamming Santa and his dwarf elf sidekick who rip off a department store a year to avoid honest toil. A mildly creative love-it-or-hate-it flick which tries as hard to be disgusting as funny. Bad Santa has, for obvious reasons, received mixed reviews. Only for the thick-skinned who aren't easily offended by bad language, bad attitudes, or bad, bad Santas. And this person gave it a B. That is how one person saw of this movie. Here's another review of it. I think this movie was great. It has hilarious humor, and it's almost a unique growth story of a man that has grown tired of his miserable life and finds something worth fighting for. That's a pretty good review. I agree with that. Here's another review of it. The thing that bothers me is that some people criticize the film because it has too bad language. In my opinion, the used language is an important part of the film. I wouldn't find the characters very authentic if they wouldn't use the kind of language they did. Maybe it's a part of modern trend. People are shocked if somebody swears or shows a breath in TV. And after they go see some idiotic TV series or action movie where 
they kill a thousand people and not even blink. If the message, violence is okay, but sex, nudity, and swearing is not somehow logical, I think in the real life, it's quite the opposite. I definitely agree 100% with that reviewer. Alright, my next review for Bad Santa is someone who actually took the time to do a well-thought-out review. And here we go. Quote-unquote, When I first saw the trailer for the film, I thought that it was basically just going to be a funny little dark comedy that would be a nice distraction from the annoying family movies that are being dumped into theaters around this time. However, leaving the theater after watching this, I discovered how much more it was than what I was expecting. Instead of a good movie, I got a great one with good direction and a wonderful script, and best of all, the performance of Billy Bob Thornton, who makes the film what it is. His foul-mouthed, cynical, suicidal character might look two-dimensional on paper, and had another actor taking a stab at this role, came off as forced and tiresome, but Thornton finds just the right blend of humor and reality. The film is touching, but not on the surface. Many viewers will not get it. They'll see the film as a vulgar assault on the Christmas spirit, and in a way it is, but deeper than there is a story here about a man who has lost all faith in the human race and has now been restored. Without being sappy, and like almost any other other film I've seen, Bad Santa is able to make this an emotional journey for a contemptible character. Get us to like him, and disguise it behind dark, sick humor. It's a masterpiece of dark comedy and the best holiday film of the last five years. A great review. So, those are all the reviews of Bad Santa. Mixed reviews. I kept the negative reviews off the show because I didn't want to read any swears on today's show. Alright, my third favorite Christmas movie is Jingle All the Way. Now, I remember as a kid, I used to watch this movie all the time. And here we are in 2015, and I am 22 years old, and I still find myself watching Jingle All the Way. Now, a little later on in the show, I've got a couple of funny clips from Jingle All the Way that I'm going to play here on today's show. But I really love Jingle All the Way because it has Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's a great actor, and it's almost realistic. Some of the stuff that happens on Jingle All the Way almost relies on real life, almost. It almost implies it. I really enjoyed that. Plus, when I was a kid, I loved superheroes, and I loved getting superhero dolls at Christmas time, so I enjoyed Jingle All the Way. So I'd give Jingle All the Way a 10 out of 10 stars for uh, being a great Christmas movie. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read some of the online reviews for Jingle All the Way with you. Here's the first one, quote-unquote. This film shows the insanity of Christmas. Two parents who waited until the last minute to buy a popular gift for their child spent all of Christmas Eve trying to come up with the toy. They were vicious and violent with each other in their efforts to secure the piece of plastic junk for their little darling. This picture shows just how goofy people act at this time of year. Instead of preparing, 
Most folks wait till it's too late, all in the name of Christmas spirit. Arnold portrayed a man who ignored all his boy all year and then tried to buy his love at Christmas with a pitiful little babble. How true of real life. A funny movie on one hand, a tragedy on the other. Look and learn. Here's the second review of Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way is a Christmas story about merchandising and family. A lot of people seem to really hate this movie, but I did not think it was all that bad. Sure, some of the action in the story was not the best, but I thought it did provoke a lot of laughter. The scenes with Arnold at the warehouse filled with Santa's and Elf was funny, and it had a good ending with the father becoming the hero after all. It does represent the bad of the holiday season, with all the merchandising and the overemphasis on that one particular toy that kids must get for Christmas, and if they do not receive it, then they're the outcast. Despite its problems, I did find it a funny and worthwhile film. The next uh, review. This movie is so ridiculous, but so funny at the same time. I watch it every Christmas just to hear many of the Schwarzenegger phrases like, Who told you you can eat my cookies? Put that cookie down now! Nobody likes you, Booster. Maybe Sinbad's line. I'm not the pervert! And then many times he says, Jamie. I hated that damn brat. What a spoiled kid he was. The next review is, but this movie is funny how it shows that parents are crazy to get one toy for their spoiled little brat. Sinbad is hilarious, and I miss him in movies, and it has the good old Phil Hartman. Arnold faces an army of Santas, which is funny as well as his corny lines. I watched this to hear. Although this is not the best Christmas movie, it is still enjoyable. Alright, so that is my next favorite Christmas movie, and I like those reviews. Some of you guys who did these reviews did them very well thought out, and did them very well, if I must say that myself. Alright, the next Christmas movie I'm going to talk about before our intermission is another favorite Christmas movie of mine, and that is The Santa Claus. Now, Tim Allen is known for some wonderful Christmas movies. And his Santa Claus movie series is great. I watched them all, and I liked them all. Now, if I were to rate them, I'd give them 10 out of 10. But I want to tell you guys about the online reviews. What did the people think of the Santa Claus? All right, here is one review. This movie is a holiday classic. Tim Allen is really funny. And the movie is non-stop, entertaining, and fun. This is one movie that I can watch over and over without getting bored at any time of the year. Simply a holiday classic. Great for the family. 10 out of 10 stars. And I agree 100% with that review. The second review. I remember the first time I saw the trailer for The Santa Claus. It was during the previews for The Lion King. As soon as the camera panned up from the snow globe to reveal Tim Allen, all the people in the theater began to laugh. This is a great, wholesome, funny flick that grown-ups and kids both can enjoy. 
Tim Allen was perfect to play the dad who becomes Santa, and I loved when he burned the roast. I also thought the actor who played Bernard the Elf was very funny and stole every scene he was in. And I especially enjoyed Judd Renhold's turn as Neil Miller. I loved the scene where he finally gets the hot dog whistle he wanted since he was a kid. Great holiday fun. The next review, The Santa Claus, in my opinion, is an absolutely hilarious Christmas flick. I thought that Scott, Tim Allen, was a very funny guy, although he was not very jolly when he was first recruited to be the new Santa. Even so, I laughed really hard when he said, yeah, same to you, and that's not very ladylike. Nice teeth, and it felt like America's Most Wanted. I also laughed when he imitated cats and dogs fighting. Oh man, those parts were funny. Before I wrap this up, I'd like to say Tim Allen has scored huge. Now in conclusion, if you are a fan of Tim Allen, and you haven't seen this absolutely hilarious Christmas flick, I highly recommend it. That is, if you haven't seen it. And I agree 100% with you. Tim Allen is a great actor, and that was a great Christmas movie series he has. Now, I watch every single Santa Claus, and I love them all. So those are some of my personal favorite Christmas movies. Home Alone 1, 2, and 3, Bad Santa, Jingle All the Way, and The Santa Claus. Now, up next here on our first ever Christmas talk show, I'm going to talk about more of my favorite Christmas movies, and I'm going to talk about some more um, online reviews, and then I'm going to play some wonderful Christmas movie clips. But right now, it's time to hear some wonderful Christmas music, because right now, we're going to take our intermission live on the American Variety Network. Stay tuned, folks. There's some more Christmas movie chat coming up right after this. Coming up next. 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 A discussion on some more Christmas movies. Plus, I'll answer your calls and play some of my favorite clips from the Christmas movies. Call in live at 1-347-989-8142 to discuss your favorite Christmas memories and your favorite Christmas movies right after this wonderful intermission that has some wonderful Christmas music. This intermission is being brought to you by rapper Ryan Serini. Check out his website at www.ryanserini.com and listen to his wonderful rap songs on iTunes. Let's keep it serene right here on American Variety Network. Jolly Christmas, it's the best time of the year. Now I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly. 
Merry little Christmas 
Because I see that we have a caller here live on the studio. 716, you're now live on the Christmas Talk Show here on the American Variety Network. Thank you very much for calling in. Hello? Am I, am, I, am I on the line? Yes, you are. All right, thank you. Um, yeah, all this Christmas music is really reminding me of a lot of the fond, fond memories of Christmas I had when I was younger. Um, mind if I share one of my Christmas, one of my memories from, uh, early, from when I was younger? Sure. Sweet. All right, so this was back when I was, like, um, 14 years or so. <laughs> um, we were wrapping the Christmas lights. And basically what happened is I put the star in the wrong place, and my dad whipped the Christmas lights off the tree and hitting me with them. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Wow. I don't understand that call. I, I, I thought that was a weird call. But anyway, let's get back to our intermercial. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half-happiest season of all Long ago. 
Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. That's AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like and our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One and hit follow. While you're here listening to this show on Blog Talk Radio, feel free to check out some of the other great shows Blog Talk Radio has to offer. There are shows for everyone, whether it be sports shows, politics shows, comedy shows, talk shows, and yes, even church religious shows. Become a loyal listener of Blog Talk Radio. Today, blogtalkradio.com. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from Alex Cardinali and all of us at the American Variety Network. Make sure you buy your loved ones so awesome gifts. Enjoy the 2015 Christmas and holiday season. American Variety Network is your one stop for awesome Christmas shows during the holiday season. Expect a Christmas movie show, a Christmas giveaway, a Christmas music throwdown, and even Christmas cooking and baking shows. Nobody does Christmas like the American Variety Network. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, listeners. Christmas and the happiest new year. Ho, ho, 
ho. The American Variety Network makes history on Monday, December 14, 2015 at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Central, 11 a.m. Mountain and 10 a.m. Pacific because for the first time ever, the American Variety Network partners with Toys for Tots to become the first blog talk radio show to host a live on-location broadcast while also hosting a Toys for Tots donation event. The American Variety Network has its next live-on-location broadcast live from the Eastfield Mall in Springfield, Mass. on Tuesday, December 14, 2015 at 1 p.m. Eastern. There will be two Marines present who will be guests on the show and will be accepting your donations of toys. Whoever donates a toy will get a free cookie and a shout-out on air. For the live-on-location broadcast, Alex will interview the two Marines discuss toys in the history of Toys for Tots, and he will also get a few of the donators to come chat on air. This looks to be a fun event. Calling all those of you in the Western Mass area, come stop by and visit us and donate a brand new toy on Tuesday, December 14, 2015 starting at 1 p.m. Eastern and ending at 3 p.m. Eastern at the Eastfield Mall, 1655 Boston Road, Springfield, Massachusetts. For everyone else, be sure to listen live to our live on-location broadcast at 1 p.m. Eastern on December 14th at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. This message is brought to you by American Variety Network. How would you like to win a $10 gift card to Burger King? How about a $10 gift card to Walmart? How would winning some delicious white chocolate covered Oreos sound? For all of the salt water reefers out there, would you like to win Caribsea's new product called Coral Up? Well, I got news for you. Live on Tuesday December 15, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific Alex Cardinale brings to you the very first annual Christmas 2015 giveaway. One lucky caller will win the $10 gift card to Burger King, one lucky caller will win a gift card to Walmart, two lucky callers will win white chocolate covered Oreos, and one lucky salt water reefer will win Carib Sea Coral Up. Five prizes and the chance for five winners. How do you win a prize? Well, you have to call in live on the 2015 Christmas giveaway and discuss what prize you want and why and then state your favorite Christmas cookie. And bang, you will win your prize. First five callers win so don't delay. Tune in live right on Tuesday December 15, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Merry Christmas and Alex Cardinali sponsors this message he loves you the listeners. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. This is the Christmas Talk Show, live on American Variety Network. It's time to get ready for Christmas. Are you ready to sit back and listen to wonderful Christmas talk? 
drink some nice peppermint hot cocoa and enjoy some cookies while listening to this great Christmas talk show. Merry Christmas, everyone. Now let's get in the Christmas spirit and get live right now. I was talking about my favorite Christmas memories, why I like Christmas, and then I started talking about some of my favorite Christmas movies. Now, before commercial break, I told you guys about some of my favorite movies for Christmas, which happened to be Home Alone, Bad Santa, Jingle All the Way, and the, TV, the movie show Santa Claus. And now we're going to get ready to start talking about some more of my favorite Christmas movies, as well as play some of their awesome movie clips. But before I do that, I would like to remind all of my live listeners out there that you can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to discuss your favorite Christmas movie and your favorite Christmas memory. And I see that we actually have a caller in the studio right now. Hi, you're now live on the Christmas Talk Show here at American Variety Network. And thank you very much for calling in. Christmas lights! Daddy, no! No! Daddy! Ah! Wow. Wow. Okay. That's... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. Well, I don't know what's going on there. But it gives me, the host, a laugh, so uh, I really don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Some of my uh, some of my callers out there are, are funny. You know, it, it's, it's kind of uh, interesting to see the uh, different kind of people that I'm dealing with that call into my show sometimes. But hey, we're dealing with the public, right? But I thought that was a interesting call. Anyways, uh, you guys can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I know that who that caller was. That was Mister Jason Darby. Uh, I guess his name is in the chat room. Anyway, let's get back to our topic for tonight. Now I'm going to start talking about my next favorite Christmas movie, and that is Christmas with the Cranks. Now, I actually uh, like this movie. Now, the Christmas with the Cranks movie is actually a movie that is very controversial because a lot of people don't like that movie, but I'm one of it. Now, many people hate this movie, but I like it because it's com- it's a comedy movie, and it's pretty funny and a pretty good movie. Now, this is one of those films that you cannot ignore the obvious manipulation. Each scene is telegraphed a mile away, with no real attempt to mark new ground. No, this film is exactly what it is intended to be. A holiday good cheer and nothing more. In that respect, the film is successful. And in the end, a harmless holiday movie that tries to help us forget all the real world darkness going on. 
Now, Tim Allen seems to be carving out a career with these Christmas movies. Though his performance is not even close to his Santa character, he still manages to put in a performance that has some memorable moments, the scene after his fat injection is hoot. Jamie Lee is over the top and at times can be a little too much, but still she fits right in with the rest of the decorations that are wrapped around the Christmas tree of a movie. I give it a six because, let's be honest, it is totally predictable and corny. But as I mentioned, it is a welcome to all the negative things going on right now. So the next review for Christmas with the Cranks goes like this. My family and I went to see this film today, and we all enjoyed it, as it seemed that most of the other people in the cinema did too. Or I should say cinema did too. I think some of the comments here are a little harsh. Yes, the film is not believable, but the fun side of the Christmas is all about make-believe. The characters are funny. Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis are great in their roles, especially the Botox scene and the honey-roasted ham scene. At one time or another, we all would like to skip Christmas, and we all have had the more mad dash at the last minute to organize things. This film just takes all these moments and pokes fun at them. It also manages to squeeze in a small moment of being aware that sometimes other problems are greater than yours. Other people's problems are greater than yours, that is. The film is full of different emotions, and they all seem to work well. We are left with a Christmas feeling, as the last few scenes of the film are just plain old feel-good moments that we all want to have. Just take it for what it is, a Christmas comedy and a joy. I'll be adding it to my DVD collection. And this person gave it an 8 out of 10 stars. Now, the first part of the movie is filled with dark humor and makes a worthwhile statement. Most of those who celebrate Christmas do so because of the trappings and not because of the substance. I haven't read John Grisham's book, Skipping Christmas, yet, but the first half of the film seems to be Pierre Grisham. Luther Crank, who is played by Tim Allen, is something of an anti-hero declaring his own private little war on Christmas abuse, unlike Dick and Scrooge, who simply doesn't want to be bothered with the holiday because he's a miser and wor worships money. Nora Crank, who is Jamie Lee Curtis, on the other hand, really wants to show of Christmas to impress the neighbors and not to rock the boat. Having her only child, Blair Crank, who is played by Julie Gonzalo, away from home at Christmas for the first time kills her holiday spirit anyway. She is pictured as a dotting mom who has spoiled her child rotten at the expense of her marriage and anything else not involving Blair. The second half of the film becomes a standard traditional type outing with Luther Crank being the Scrooge-like selfish oaf who wants to spoil it along with his bah humbug attitude. He comes around by giving the best gift of all to his neighbor whose wife is dying of cancer. In other words, the film cops out during the second half, and with it the humor soars. A potentially funny holiday treat becomes just another lame copy of It's a Wonderful Life. The last and final review for Christmas with the Cranks is, there are some truly funny sequences during the first part of the movie. Note when Lin Luther Crank waters down his sidewalk to make it slippery for the terrible carolers. Keep your eye on the neighbor's cat. The Botox part is, uh, is laughable 
with Tim Allen at his best. The tanning scene with the glorious Tom position as the cranks priest is also hilarious. Wow, I can't read this guy's typing. Too bad this level of humor was not maintained throughout. The cast is well chosen with one exception. Cheech Marion is wasted in a zankless role. When given a chance, he could be a funny man. Alright, the last movie that's my personal favorite movie is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Now, I read the How the Grinch Stole Christmas book. I saw the How the Grinch Stole uh, Christmas um, cartoon, and I, I, I was really fascinated with the Grinch as a kid. I really enjoyed uh, the, the Grinch as Christmas time. It really is something fun. Uh, I really recommend anyone out there that has kids to um, watch How the Green Stole Christmas. It's a really good movie. Really funny, and Jim Carrey did a great job. So, let's read some reviews from How the Green Stole Christmas. Now, I have been eagerly anticipating the opening of this film for several months. Being a huge Jim Carrey fan, I easily saw how he can morph himself into Dr. Seuss's Grinch and make the character his own. I was not disappointed. This movie was pure magic. Carrie is a master at his trade, and no one could have played this role to perfection as he did. There was plenty to enjoy for both adults and children alike, and this movie is sure to become a timeless classic for all to enjoy in the years to come. I already have visions of my young daughter sitting down each year after year to watch this remake on video, and I undoubtedly will watch with her and laugh as I did the first time I saw it. Clearly, this movie has Jim Carrey written all over it, and I do not believe that it would have come together without him. However, the supporting cast was charming and entertaining in their own right. Most notably, the adorable Tyler Momsen, who was the perfect foil for Carrie's antics. The set design, musical score, and costumes all let their hands to a magical, fabulous finished product, and I believe all involved can be proud. The next review says, It is not an easy feat to turn a 22-minute cartoon classic into a full-length live-action film. But Howard has succeeded with flying colors. For those critics who disagree, perhaps it is in your hearts that are two sizes too small. In the land of Whoville, everyone loves Christmas and count down the whole year until that wonderful time. However, just outside Whoville lives the Grinch, a green, hairy, twisted creature that hates and always has hated Christmas and was rejected by the Who's as a child. A young girl from Whoville sets out to befriend the Grinch and help him find his love of Christmas, but when it goes wrong early on, the Grinch becomes even more rotten and plans to ruin it for everyone. Alright, the next review, and the last review for How the Grinch Stole Christmas says, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is by far one of the most enjoyable, feel-good Christmas movies ever made. Fact, it's creepy nonetheless, but it's also very heartwarming in some particular scenes more than others. A lot of the film revolves around the younger Taylor Mumson, but the title character, the Grinch played by Jim Carrey, is of course the best thing about the film. Not all Christmas films are like this one. This one's unique. It's a different take on Christmas, a different approach. A good approach, too. How the Grinch Stole Christmas has plenty of Christmas feel-good moments, a lot 
of funny scenes here and there and good makeup. It's almost entirely cons- consistently eerie because the Grinch is a very eccentric, creative, eerie character in the film. It's a good film overall, and you should always watch it around Christmas time. It's definitely one of the best Christmas movies ever made. 8.5 out of 10 stars. All right, so those are all the reviews from all of our wonderful uh, websites that I got the reviews from. And uh, it's great to see a lot of people enjoy the same Christmas movies that I enjoy. So those are all of my favorite Christmas movies. One more caller plug. 1-347-989-8142. Again, 1-347-989-8142. And you can call in to talk about your favorite Christmas movies or your favorite Christmas memories. And hopefully... You will get a serious caller now. Now, there was nothing wrong with our couple of callers, or actually one caller, that we got today. Uh, I thought he was funny, and hopefully his dad will whoop his ass some more. Uh, but, it was like a serious call. one right, so right now, we're going to have some more fun, because now I'm going to play some of the clips from my favorite Christmas movies. And these are my favorite scenes as well. So whatever clips I'm playing, these are my favorite scenes. So right now we're going to start with some Home Alone Part 1 movie clips. Take your shoes off. Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? I'm up here, you morons. Come and get me. <laughs> you guys give up or you're thirsty for more? My gold tooth. My gold tooth. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. You bomb me with one more can, can, and I'll snap up your cojones and spoil the motor oil. Earl, my hopes are being rolled. My age is 656, looking bullhorn. My name's Murphy.
The movie clips from Home Alone Part 1. Now, let's play some movie clips from my favorite Home Alone of all time. Home Alone Part 2, Lost in New York. Hold it right there. This is the concierge, sir. I knew it was you. I could smell you getting off the elevator. You was here last night, too, wasn't you? Yes, sir. <laughs> I was. You was here, and you were smooching with my brother. <laughs> I'm afraid you're mistaken, sir. Don't give me that. You've been smooching with everybody. Snuffy, Al, Leo, Little Moe with the gimpy leg, Cheeks, Bony Bob, Cliff. <gasps> It's a lie. I could go on forever, baby. I'm terribly sorry, sir, but I'm afraid you're mistaken. We are looking for a young man. All right. I believe you. But my Tommy gun don't. Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. On your knees? I love you. You gotta do better than that. I, I love, love you. you. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but I believe you. That's why I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lying, low-down, four-flushing carcass out my door.
So that was the Home Alone 2 Lost in New York movie clips. Now, right now, I'm going to play two Jingle All the Way movie clips. Now, the next movie clip I'm going to play is from Jingle All the Way, and it's my absolute favorite scene from Jingle All the Way. It's when Arnold Schwarzenegger fights, fights and faces all the Santa Clauses in that little building. It's really funny. And then we're going to hear him say his famous line from Jingle All the Way. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. What did you call us? You heard me, right? Con men, thieves, degenerates, lowlifes, thugs, criminals! <laughs> The North Pole, them are fighting words, partner. Put them up. What a luck, buddy. Not about to hit a Santa Claus. Come on, come on, what are you, chicken? Guys. You know, it's not that big a fucking deal. It's just a job, you know what I mean? 
I'm an eating, drinking, shitting fucking Santa Claus. Prove it. Oh, can I at least take this hat off? No, I love that. Okay. I've always had a thing for um, Santa Claus. In case you didn't notice, it's like some deep-seated childhood thing. So is my thing for tits. Yeah, it is like that, though, you know, from when you're a kid. Because my dad was Jewish and we didn't have Christmas, so it was like this forbidden thing. <clears throat> so, I like you. Don't mothball that suit. Fuck! I am not gay. <laughs> the hell, buddy? Buddy! I said I am not gay. Are you off your fucking meds or something? <laughs> yes. But that isn't what this is about. You're as queer as a ten dollar bill. Well, let me tell you something, motherfucker. My brother lost a goddamn arm fighting you fuckers in Vietnam. So I want you to look at me. I want you to look at my face one last fucking time. This is the last thing you're ever going to see before I... Elf fucker! Turn it out, elf fucker! Who's the bitch now, Santa Claus? Faggy Claus! Faggy! Santa, no! Little boy, don't interfere. I'm doing this for all of us. Leave Santa alone! Ass clown. Okay, you don't drink, which is smart on your part. But being sober can put you at a disadvantage when it comes to violence. Me, I can't box worth a shit, see? But I'm good in a fight because I can't feel anything. You, you're going to feel everything. Okay. Now, put your dukes up. Let me see what you got. This is bullshit. Give me one good reason why I should even consider doing this right now. Because I let 2,000 kids spit in my fucking face for your ass. That's why. Now, I'm asking you for this one thing. Now, come on, look at the kid. He is pathetic. Yeah, I mean, he's just, I don't know, he's just a little... He's a fucking retard. Yeah, well, let's show him a couple of things so he can defend himself then. Unless you're scared. All right, then, now here's what's going to happen. All right, Marcus is a bully, right? He's going to pull your underwear up out of your pants. Now, what do you do? I don't know. God damn it, what do you mean you don't know? If somebody comes up and wants to pull your underwear up out of your fucking pants, you have to get mad. Yeah, kid, come yeah. on, get mad. Scream at him. Jesus fucking Christ. Listen at him. He's a fucking faggot. Loud. Scream. Be loud. Be mean. Piss him off. Come on. Ah! <laughs> you don't get pissed in the balls, you asshole. Ah! What's wrong with you? He's just a kid. Fuck you, Willie. Ow! Fuck you, Willie. Damn it. I told you I didn't want to do this. Making me... Ow! Oh, That's funny. Kid, maybe you shouldn't spend so much time around me. You sneaky little prick. Fuck you! You're a bastard! Ah! 
funny. Those are awesome uh, Christmas movie clips. Well, this was a great Christmas talk show to get this Christmas talk show started. I enjoyed talking about Christmas movies and my Christmas memories. So this Christmas talk show is going to be a yearly tradition. And this year we have a lot of awesome Christmas talk shows coming your way. So before I end today's show, I would like to remind all of my wonderful listeners out there about some of our awesome uh, Christmas talk shows that we've got coming your way. We've got another Christmas talk show coming your way this Sunday, December 6, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern. And this Sunday, I'm going to be talking about Christmas shopping, because Christmas shopping has a huge impact on Christmas, because everyone is going Christmas shopping. So join me this Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern for a discussion on Christmas shopping. And then my next Christmas show is not going to be until Monday, December 14th, 2015. And ladies and gentlemen, on Monday, December 14th, for the very first time ever in my podcasting career, I have the utmost respect for Toys for Tots. And I am going to be doing a live on-location broadcast from the Eastfield Mall. And I will be hosting my very first Toys for Tots donation. So for all my listeners living in Western Mass, Make sure you stop by the Eastfield Mall Monday, December 14th, 1 p.m. Eastern to 4 p.m. Eastern. And for the fans of the American Variety Network from all other states, I have a live on-location broadcast coming up where I'll be interviewing my two Marines that are going to be present. And we'll talk about Toys for Tots, toys, and I'll even get some donators who are donating toys to come on the air. So I cannot wait for my next live on location broadcast on December 14th at 1 p.m. live from the Eastfield Mall. Now, this is going to be my second ever, second Eastfield Mall live on location broadcast because last year in 2014, I did one with Blue View Aquatics. I think it was in June of 2014, so it's been a long time coming, and I'm ready for this one on the 14th. There's going to be cookies to whoever donates a toy, so if you're from Western Mass, come by, donate a toy, and get a free cookie. And before I uh, end the show, my outro is going to be the reminder for the live on-location broadcast, all right? So it's really going to be a fun show. I have never, ever did a live on-location broadcast like this, especially a Christmas-themed one, and especially a donation one, because I give back to my community. I love the community that I am in. All right? Then, on Tuesday, December 15, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern, I have the American Variety Network's first-ever Christmas giveaway, where I'll be giving out a $10 Burger King gift card, a $10 Walmart gift card, two white chocolate-covered Oreos, and a KFC Coral Up for Reefers. So all you got to do to win a prize is call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two on December 15th, and you can win a prize. You have to be 
one of the first five callers to call in because once all five prizes are gone, they're gone for good. There'll be no more prizes. So the first five callers win a prize on the 15th of December. So make sure you guys tune into that show. And from now until December 15th, I'm going to plug the giveaway show. And on December 17th at 9 p.m. Eastern, that's a Thursday, December 17th, we've got my Christmas cookie and Christmas dessert show, where I'll be giving out Christmas cookies and Christmas dessert recipes. And as a matter of fact, in a few days, I'm actually going to be planning my dessert menu for Christmas, so we'll do that soon, so I can uh, script that show. Sunday, December 20th, will be the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show, Christmas 2015 Recipes. And Monday, December 21st, will be the 2015 Christmas Music Throwdown. And Thursday, December 25th, or excuse me, Thursday, December 24th, will be the Christmas 2015 Special, the Christmas Eve Special. So those are all the Christmas shows we got planned for this year, for 2015. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I want to thank you so much for listening to this Friday night Christmas-themed episode of the American Variety Network and for tuning in to the very first Christmas talk show. I'm Alex Cardinelli, and please follow me right here on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Please like my fan page on Facebook, American Variety Network. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day or night, and I appreciate your listen. Thank you for listening to the show, and this was an episode of the American Variety Network, brought to you by Alice Cardinelli and Kara C. and Ryan Serini. Good night, everyone. Yo, okay, 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 I heard about enough You're the hottest thing around, shit, I'ma call you bluff I'ma call you out, wanna see what you're about Take a fucking shot at me and see who ends up underground I am on my game like sweetness Never had an off day, every track's the freakness I'm off to the races, see no competition Laughing these fat cats, y'all about to bear witness I last of a dying breed, ooh, the irony I got these dudes jealous Cause she's not fucking me And why wouldn't she? Have you seen me? I'm out here striking oil Y'all fuck lazy They say I'm feeling myself huh? You're damn right Cause I'm out the gate swinging With a lad pipe I'm off the reservation No time for conversation All I see is bitch shit Menstruation Yeah, make room Motherfucker, make room I'm coming for you, and you. Hey yo, I don't think they heard me. I got your girl's mouth full like Kirby. Ears perking, got your brain bursting. Egos hurting, shock therapy's working. Ha <laughs> ha, what you thought? Your stock hit? Homie, you crashed. Nasdaq, stop it. You ain't a draft pick. You got no pockets. You're a bad investment, no profit. Lay off the cannabis, you're a fucking amateur. I'm out here running marathons, step up your stamina. If you're an animal, I'm a fucking cannibal. If I am my intangible, check out the mandible. With this mouth of mine, I've been out of line. Like a thousand times, I'm out of mind. I murder tracks, Columbine. Oh, you ain't heard? I'm so absurd. All I hit is nerves. Yeah, first I was in your head, and now I'm down your throat. Let me see that game.
legs reflex, yeah, I bet you choke. Let's go toe to toe, watch me push that envelope. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, there's no telling where I'm gonna go. So to tone it down, but I think the opposite, cause I'm on fire now, feeling like an arsonist. Yo, your game's a mess, by the time I make room, it need a spring clean and I'ma wipe the floor with you. Check your radar, I'm out here with a chainsaw, looking to eat someone's face off, cause I'm tripping on bath salt. That's it, I've lost it, y'all best be cautious, locked on my prey, I'm a grade A marksman. Yeah, make room, motherfucker make room, I'm coming for you, and you. The American Variety Network makes history on Monday, December 14, 2015 at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Central, 11 a.m. Mountain and 10 a.m. Pacific because for the first time ever, the American Variety Network partners with Toys for Tots to become the first blog talk radio show to host a live on location broadcast while also hosting a Toys for Tots donation event. The American Variety Network has its next live-on-location broadcast live from the Eastfield Mall in Springfield, Mass. on Tuesday, December 14, 2015 at 1 p.m. Eastern. There will be two Marines present who will be guests on the show and will be accepting your donations of toys. Whoever donates a toy will get a free cookie and a shout-out on air. For the live-on-location broadcast, Alex will interview the two Marines discuss toys in the history of Toys for Tots, and he will also get a few of the donators to come chat on air. This looks to be a fun event. Calling all those of you in the Western Mass area, come stop by and visit us and donate a brand new toy on Tuesday, December 14, 2015 starting at 1 p.m. Eastern and ending at 3 p.m. Eastern at the Eastfield Mall, 1655 Boston Road, Springfield, Massachusetts. For everyone else, be sure to listen live to our live on location broadcast at 1 p.m. Eastern on December 14th at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. This message is brought to you by American Variety Network. How would you like to win a $10 gift card to Burger King? How about a $10 gift card to Walmart? How would winning some delicious white chocolate covered Oreos sound? For all of the salt water reefers out there, would you like to win Caribsea's new product called Coral Up? Well, I got news for you. Live on Tuesday December 15, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific Alex Cardinale brings to you the very first annual Christmas 2015 giveaway. One lucky caller will win the $10 gift card to Burger King, one lucky caller will win a gift card to Walmart, two lucky callers will win white chocolate covered Oreos, and one lucky salt water reefer will win Carib Sea Coral Up. Five prizes and the chance for five winners. How do you win a prize? Well, you have to call in live on the 2015 Christmas giveaway and discuss what prize you want and why and then state your favorite Christmas cookie. And bang, you will win your prize. First five callers win so don't delay, tune in live right on Tuesday December 15, 2015 at 9pm Eastern at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network.
Merry Christmas and Alex Cardinali sponsors this message. He loves you, the listeners. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.